Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back, bitches. Another episode, another week, another fucking trade. This is Only Bruins. I am one half of your host, downtown fucking Boosie, and we're coming in hot. I'm sucking down a fucking margarita right now. I'm with my boy Brett, but before I shoot it over to my boy Brett, this episode is brought to you by the one and only Black and Gold Productions, LLC. What up, what up? My boy Brett, what's up, buddy? Hell of a fucking day, eh? Holy shit, man. It's like Donnie knew. Donnie knew we were recording today. He was like, I wish I screwed up the pod last time. Yeah. I gotta get I gotta give the fellas a couple of little tokens to talk about today. We are buzzing over here. You got like a what is that? Like a five finger poured fucking uh, margarita over there. We're, yeah, we're fucking sucking buzzing. down an energy drink and a fucking heavy ass margarita right now. Multi- seeing, pa- seeing pasta today. Are we in fucking Cancun right now? Like what's Dude, going on? Oh, buddy? Yeah. Holy shit. Huh? He was fucking. He, he, the, he was dressed like it was like uh he wasn't even in Boston, dude. That dude looked the, oh, so what steezy. A, what a fit. Yeah, I wish I could pull that off. I would just look like a fucking dildo if I did. <laughs> um, he looked oh, like he was it. like a missing part of the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Uh, no, but hell, hell of a fucking day. I know Donnie kind of threw us off last week. Shout out to our boy Ace, too, for hopping on. Hell of a dude. Yeah. Uh, that was a fucking blast. I, it Great sucks. It sucks that fucking like trade that happened, the Orlov trade that happened, kind of like fucking like rattled us in a good way in the sense where it's like we're already dumb fucks as it is. Uh, well, I'll speak for you and me. I I don't want to insult. No, Ace I call, I I literally called myself a dumb fuck to somebody <laughs> today. I made my emergency press video and somebody messaged me and they're like, hey. You dropped a couple like f bombs in there, and then I was talking to my dad later, and he's like, "Dude, I saw that video. Maybe lay off the f bombs." I was like, "I'm fucking <laughs> excited, guys. It's Leave hard, me alone. dude. It's hard." <laughs> the newfie in me, it just comes out, man. But yeah, it was it. To be honest, I I had a bunch of people message me saying that they really loved the pod and they thought it was uh very unique and interesting to like hear our like live reactions as it trickled in like on our end i know it felt really awkward and like we were kind of just like sitting there like reading our phones you know trying to talk as much as possible we threw it over to bobby's corner like prematurely but it still ended up like when i went back and did a quick skim through and listened to some parts people were right like it, it was cool to like listen to our live reaction and and just like hear like you know, I was getting text messages. Ace was getting stuff like you're pulling up shit on your phone. Like it was just it was I thought it was kind of cool. It wasn't the best radio when recommended for every podcast. So thanks Tony, yeah. for giving us a little token today. But I think it was a cool little different uh, spin on our our normal trade deadline. Yeah, stuff. no, for sure. Like you're getting like two different kind of uh, change of paces here. Like last week. I mean, I'm draining my little hose and then I fucking come back and the Orlov <laughs> trade and Hathaway trade goes through. And then I'm fucking it's like not even 1030 in the morning. Yeah, I'm like, you know, what? yeah, I'm going to shoot over to Bruins practice today. I'm going to, you know, nice and chill. And then next thing you know, snap of the fingers, Bertuzzi's a fucking Bruin and pasta gets his extendo. Hell so, yeah. Got the bag. dude. Got the fucking bag. And let's Holy dive right shit. into that. David fucking Pasternak. I mean, obviously, we'll talk about the trade, but I feel like the, we all saw this coming. We were lucky it, to keep it under 12.5. I don't give a shit what anybody says. He was he's he was up 
he's up in the McDavid super McKinnon superstar. Like people are yeah. like, Oh, but he's a winger. Okay. That doesn't matter. Like on and off the ice, this guy's a fucking superstar. Like you pay money for that. Uh, like if you remember back, like, like you look at Eric Carlson, he very, cons- very, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Here. It's, it's very similar in that instance where San Jose, they paid for Eric Carlson, the player and, you know, the, the, the superstar of this guy, like on and off the ice GQ model, you know, great with fans, uh, family guy, you're paying for that stuff too. And the fact that they kept it under even 11.5 is uh, kudos to John Sweeney. Thank you, Jacob's family for just giving him a hundred million. I don't even give a shit. Uh, you know, he's going to get even more endorsements and Duncan commercials and all that shit. So yeah. I, I'm so happy for past. I couldn't be happier. If one person says this is a bad contract, guys show us on Twitter so we can just drag them collectively because this was a, this was a complete bargain. You have Dom LeCision and all these analytic guys breaking down the contract and saying how it's going to be one of the biggest steals of a contract in the next like five years. So for a superstar talent like this. So honestly, I couldn't be happier. It was icing on the cake, uh, especially when things were feeling a little doom and gloom uh, with the news we got with Hall and Felino obviously um earlier this morning but it kind of felt like we already knew what was going on there but it, it was just kind of a nice cherry on top to a my, don sweeney says he's not says he's done but you know gms always say that ship it would be nice to get him to get out from the riley contract but at this point him getting the pasternak extension done kind of just like seals the deal for me kind of puts the cherry on top for me yeah and i think um when it comes to riley like you mentioned uh, I think it doesn't seem like he's going to get moved by nobody uh, by 3 p.m. today as you're listening. Yeah, no, it's a tough contract. I mean, I think he's perfectly capable of plugging in with the team right now, but it's just he makes more money next year than the actual cap hit. That's I'm pretty sure what the biggest problem is like his. But does that but does that really matter? Like, I think it's like when it comes to like a cap hit, like. No, for a team like Arizona, I'm talking about for teams like Arizona and Chicago that don't want to spend like actual money. That's where they shy shy away from a contract like this, and they want a second or first round pick to go along with it, or or a player like Zaboral, which it really seems like Don, like we talked about before. It kind of seems like they're giving Zaboral the year here to like, hey, we're not gonna move you. We believe in you. We see your potential. Um, we want to see where this goes. So I don't know because. To me, it kind of seems like to get rid of Riley, you got to attach Saboral and or first or second because we saw that with Zaitsev and Ottawa, and then they ended up getting Chikrin. So they ended up paying like Zaitsev a second, a fourth, a first, a second, and a second technically for Chikrin because they had to offload that contract. And at this point with the LTIR situation in Hall, I just don't see the need for them to get rid of the Riley contract until the summer where more money opens up and the cap could potentially go up. <laughs> Yeah, with the cap potentially going up and also needing that cap space too, because I mean, with the extension today, I mean, I think in four million flat. Yeah, four million. Yeah, that's then, tough to resign Swayman, Frederick, Bergeron if he comes back, Krejci if he comes back. Like, <laughs> well, I I, I think Krejci. D, we're, no we're all good. D, we're all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, Jesus Christ, but it's there. I mean. This is, you know, this is a story for a different time. But like 
they got their work cut out for them this summer, but we're focused on this run right now. We're about, what is it, 20 games left? 19 games left? Something like that? Some, something like that. Dude, Don take? Sweeney this year literally said, fuck them kids. Fuck those picks. I don't give a shit. I'm going all in. And I I respect it, man. I know I'm just... Uh, I'm so probably... they got 22 games left. They have... Well, after you're listening Friday, they'll, they'll have 21 games left. So... What is it, a month? A month and a half of the season left? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it ends middle of March. I mean, middle of April. Middle of April, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, playoffs um, is normally like the third week of April, normally, I think, somewhere yeah, around there. I think they pushed it back like another week. Yeah, because they so. give them five days or so, right? At the yeah, end so the like season. the last game of the regular season is uh, April 13th. So, yeah, so late April. Yeah, so yeah. You got. Give middle take, late April. almost two months to get hall and felino back on schedule yeah a little under two months uh gives you some time but i forget why i brought that up but why the fuck did i bring that up oh uh because uh, we're in the thick of it now i can't remember fucking a boy i was rambling myself dude. yeah i'm no, so I kinda, excited i kind of forget why i brought that up we were talking about riley yeah, and that contract. Holy, I don't know. Holy shit, that. this is gonna drive me fucking crazy now. Oh my oh, god. god. <laughs> uh, fucking a, fuck it. I. It's gonna bother me the rest of the fucking. I swear it's gonna come up, come back to me up. like right at the end. But yeah, Pasta gets his extension. Uh, it's. Eh, you know, I don't want to talk about it too much, but. This offseason is going to be tough with re-signing, re-signing players and uh, just making the money work, and hopefully the cap does go up, but that's a different story for uh, d- a different time. That was one thing, checked off the Donnie uh, checklist, but then Donnie made a fucking, put his dick on the table and fucking said, give me Tyler Bertuzzi. It said, like, it was hot and cold with Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, it was like, you heard he was on the table, then you heard he wasn't. They were going to try to extend him and stuff, but here we are, Thursday afternoon, Thursday morning, dude. He was a fu- He's officially a fucking Boston Bruin. He won't be playing tonight against Buffalo, but you'll see him Saturday. And That's going to be a showdown. Bruins and Rangers? Shit. Yeah, oh, What Matt sucks May is game? we won't be fully healthy, but we do have, you know, Bertuzzi to plug right in there on that third line. So you'll, I'd imagine you're going to see Bertuzzi, Frederick, and Coyle. So that's going to be a fucking, that's going to be a fun line oh. to watch. And Hall's been playing good lately too. I know he hasn't been getting too many points, too many goals, but he's been playing good. So that's, that's an injury that sucks to see. And as I was texting uh, with my friend Danny earlier, Sway Daddy, and we were both saying, like, I, I think out. this uh, I both of us agreed like this trade would have never I don't think this trade would have ever happened if they didn't think the Taylor Hall's injury was significant at all. And obviously he goes to LTR LTIR today. It shows but, you where the organization's heads at. Yeah, they're willing to give up a. Uh, a a pick from pick because the the pick that they gave or uh, gave for Bertuzzi the first overall or first round pick sorry is top ten protected top ten protected so yeah they are willing to trade a pick that is between eleven to thirty two for a guy for insurance that just shows you where they're at this year that shows you how bad they want to win for um Bergeron and Krejci another thing that I was listening to Jeff Merrick and uh, Elliot talk on Jeff Merrick's show today. 
um he they were saying like th this is a gift like this is essentially a gift for bergeron and krejci for coming back for under four million dollars like this yeah. is like a thank you so much here you go uh we'll we'll sacrifice the future for you guys right now so for i said it in my emergency press uh, release today that i posted on twitter this pick is some kids skate, some fourteen-year-old kids skating on a pond right now. Like this kid, this pick is so far down the line, um, and so insignificant. In, 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 in there you go. Atta boy, Atta boy, give yourself a pat on the back. There you go. There we go. Um, but it's very. In, in, I can't even say it again. I can't double down. But <laughs> <laughs> it it doesn't matter at this point. The picks are the picks. We have somewhat of a decent prospect pool to deal with for now but this just screams to me that ownership cam neely don sweeney have all agreed we're going all in you, you don't like how do you not go all in on a season like this i think if they yeah. didn't do this people would be more upset there would be more people upset if they didn't go all in in like this than there is people upset that they spent two first round picks to get rentals this year and yes Unless something wild happens, Bertuzzi, it seems like Bertuzzi and Orloff are rentals. I would love to see them move money around to get Orloff re-signed. This guy's a machine with his stick. He's been crushing it. His, it's a three-point night. The, him and the Olmark were the only reason we won in Calgary the other night uh, in, a, in, a, in a scheduled loss where I'm, every time I, I said this to my brother, every time I say, oh, it's kind of a scheduled loss for the Bruins tonight, maybe don't bet them. <laughs> on Calgary, I even said to him, I was like, hey, dude, it's supposed to be a schedule loss night, but if if I know anything, the Bruins are probably going to pull out a win because every time I yeah. say it's a schedule loss, they figure out a way to fucking win. And that's a winning team. That's it. It's it's why this Felino thing is going to be such a detriment because that's your second captain going down right there. And he's a guy I want in the locker room game one of the playoffs. We don't know the extent of his injury right now. I'm pretty sure from what I'm understanding, they're both getting second opinions, which sucks because that just means like, I don't know, surgeries might be involved, uh, big rehabs. Like we don't know yet. And we probably won't find out because like I, I was talking to somebody today and we were talking about how the, the organization is so tight-lipped. Um, that's why, no, it, even if the trade, because I said to somebody, man, it's weird the Bruins aren't making a trade knowing that, like, Hall and Felina are going to be out. Like, you lost your third and fourth left wingers, and, like, they're not going to make a trade. You think they'd make one before Buffalo? I was literally saying that last night right before I went to bed. And what do you know? The two quietest GMs in the league, Don Sweeney and Stevie Bong Rips, are just – chilling over here and they have like the 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 deal of a lifetime for the bruins i i i don't know for a rental that's a great price to play for price to pay for a guy like um a guy like bertuzzi like you look at what J they uh nashville got for Janot, but Janot comes as an rfa like bertuzzi is a legit rental this is a hey you're a playoff player you, the crazy thing too is the last time that Pertuzzi played in the playoffs, he like went off and got like thirty points in thirty games or some shit like that. It, it was in the American League, but still, like this guy's a playoff type player. These are the, the, the there's obviously consensus that hey, we have the star power. Let's go get our let's go make our third line a second line on other playoff teams, or let's go make our third line one of the best third lines in the league. And with Hall um coil and bertuzzi if everyone gets healthy in the end that that that's a second <laughs> line on literally minnesota you know what i mean yeah. and they're in the playoff hunt
every team that wins the Stanley Cup has one of the best third lines in the NHL. So mm-hmm. there's no quit. Like these moves scream Colorado from last year. When it, it's also, it reminds me of Tampa Bay's third line, Coleman mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, whoever that, the uh, good row. Yeah. But also like, that 2019 run that we made, Marcus Johansson and Coyle, dude, they, they were like a force, man. The chemistry was unreal. They were, they just made it work, and like they weren't like a heavy third line, like in your face kind of third line. But their chemistry, the their puck movement, everything about it was just a different kind of third line than you're used to seeing, and it was lethal. And it's what essentially got us. All the way to this, one of the many reasons, but one of the reasons that got us to the Stanley Cup final, all the way to game seven, those two fucking like dominated together. And that third line was scary. And it helps when. The, so, one of the big takeaways from last year's playoff run was the home ice. The home ice was a problem. You saw how important it was to a team like Tampa, who I don't even know if they won any road games last year. I don't know if they stole one in. Uh, Who'd they play in the Rangers, Eastern right? Final? Oh yeah, no, I think they didn't. They kick the shit out of New York in in New York one thought, one game. I, could I be what wrong. what you're thinking? I know for sure in the finals they won the six games. I don't know. I can't remember. Fuck! I try not to watch Tampa in the finals. I can't yeah, watch them lift the cup. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't. Oh, another thing, real real quick sidebar. What the fuck are the Leafs? doing bro Dude. like they brought it like, like six... blowing up the whole team they have nine defensemen right now on their roster I know. <laughs> like bro what are you and look they got spanked by edmonton last night and I've been saying to all my Leafs buddies, I'm like, dude, I'm a chemistry guy. Like, maybe it's different because Boston's about culture and we only bring in guys that mean something to the locker room or somebody knows somebody or whatever. It just seemed like they just like made all their offseason moves like right now. And I don't know. That's just a quick little sidebar. I I can't wait to watch Tampa and Toronto kick the shit out of each other in the first round. That gonna that's be, gonna be oh, it's gonna be must watch TV. That's going to be a great series to uh to watch. Um, I I, I can't wait for that. The playoffs uh, in the East, dude. The first round. Oh my god, man! <laughs> it's going to be. I mean, the Rangers obviously loaded up. They this got the, Patrick Kane. And and yeah. the thing too is people keep penciling in the Rangers Devils first round, dude. The Devils could easily catch Carolina. Like that's not yeah the no question they they all. could. I don't think. I mean, Carolina lost again last night. They ruined my fucking live bet pieces of fucking shit. They were yeah, down one nothing. That was a horrible game. I didn't watch any of it. I I just saw. I like looked after hockey, and I looked and I saw they were down one nothing. They were at plus one hundred five money line. I fucking took it, and they fucked me in the ass. Yeah, so. it, was, it was one of the most disinterested I have ever been watching TNT. Like, normally the games on TNT, like, the guys show up, right? Like, Eichel had himself a game, and it was cool to see him finally figure it out. But, yeah, that game, I was watching that game because I had a little bit of money on it, too. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to go to bed. This is fucking boring. Yeah, it's. I'm glad I didn't watch any of it. Dude. But I just, like, woke up in the middle of the night, checked my phone, and... Or, no, I think... I forget when I looked. The, yeah, I, I woke up in the middle of the night, I checked my phone, and I saw that they ended up losing. So, scumbags. Speaking um, of Vegas, they just got Jonathan Quick from uh, Columbus. Um, oh, yeah. I love that, dude. Like, 
dude, I really hope LA loses in the first round of Jonathan Quick. Yeah. That would be no. amazing. When I saw that he got traded, I was like, what are they doing, man? This is the, oh. one of the craziest deadlines I've seen in years, and there's is. no cap space. I fucking love it. It's it it is it is crazy. It's like so many moving pieces, so much going on. It's hard to keep up with everything, but thankfully, like it's easy to keep up with the Bruins to a certain yeah. extent. I mean, a lot of moving pieces. Lauku up today. He'll be playing tonight against Buffalo. Um, he he's a guy to keep an eye out. Well, I guess not really anymore, but. Dude, he Buffalo's one one point out of uh, one point away from Pittsburgh to be playing us in the first round. Wasn't fucking like Detroit in the mix too? That's why Detroit the Detroit traded Bertuzzi because they got spanked by Ottawa back to back games, fucking six to two and seven to two. Oh, that's and then that's why Ottawa went out and got Chitrin. I I apparently love I that trade that for way. them, but oh, love it! I love how they send the whole league like. <laughs> I know for a fact that Boston had a better offer in and Arizona said no. Yeah. The I remember I think you told me or something about the offer, whatever. They it's just crazy. Like they really dropped the ball there, but whatever. I mean I love how they try to justify it too today. How they're just like, Yeah, we can't take money back. Like, what the fuck are you you have four you have thirty million in LTIR space next year. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they took on Voracek today. <laughs> oh my god. It's it's I saw John Scott made a tweet about it. Um, I know people love him or hate him. I, I think he's kind of funny, but he made a tweet that was like, What the what are they talking about? They have forty five million in player money next year and thirty million of it is LTIR eligible fucking so they have 15 million dollars actually signed to players that are going to play on their team that's, that's crazy and they're playing in the college arena i love I it but like bro this is going the wrong way uh speaking of but back back to the bruins yeah, we'll get but yeah that that was a quick little uh quick little TD, side track, tdl tdl segue trying to try and stay a little bit more on track this week compared to fucking that whirlwind of a uh the Orlov trade throwing us off last oh. week. Uh, but w- we will get into that a little bit too. I like, obviously you guys already know the Orlov trade has happened and obviously in Hathaway as well, but I want to talk a little bit about Orlov in a second, but this basically sums up the, the past week for the Bruins since we last recorded a week ago today, they traded for Orlov and Hathaway. Allmark scores a goal. Holy shit. What a night uh, that was for the fellas. Allmark make, makes uh, such the franchise record for saves at 54. Bruins sweep the road trip. Then Bruins trade for Tyler Bertuzzi. Then they extend David Pasternak. I mean, say what you want about Don Sweeney. Also, I hate the Don Sweeney account, dude. He's like trying to. Oh, I know. He's like playing into it too much, like trying to take the credit for like what the real Don Sweeney actually did. He's kind of just being like a friggin' dildo about it. He's like, I told you guys. I told you guys. Like, I'm, everyone I'm knew. With- everyone knew fucking. Parsonok was re-signing. It was just a matter of when. Everyone, Everyone knew, knew we were going to get another depth forward, too. Yeah. Like, they literally nearly said it on fucking Nesson the other day. We left room to tinker. Yeah. And then it just so happened that Hall's injured, so they... And this is the thing, too. Everyone, like, oh, we're pulling a Kucherov. We're pulling a Tampa. This is my thing about this. And I actually talked to Danny about this as well. Sway Daddy. We were talking about how, like, the Bruins aren't that type of organization. They're very by the book. Like, you could say what you one about the signing they made this year and the the huge fumble that they had i'm not going to mention the guy's name because that's not what we're talking about but the point of the fact is 
the league came out this year, sent out a memo to all teams saying, everyone be careful about the LTIR, LTIR use and how you're going to use it for the playoffs. Because if these guys aren't actually hurt and we check the medical logs and stuff and it it's not up to snuff, you're going to lose draft capital. You're going to get a fine, like real money fine, like millions of dollars fine. Like we've seen it before with um, the Arizona Coyotes. They lost a first round pick and they had to pay like $5 million to the league. The Bruins are not that type of organization. They do everything very by the book. They they don't they, they cross their eyes, they dot their t's, they make sure everything's matter of fact. So for everyone saying, "Oh, we're just kudroving it," it, it kind of makes me worried because Hall's really hurt if he's on LTIR and they're doing this like to, yep. to the extent to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like and then uh, Danny was telling me that like the the second opinion's like a hundred percent. Like that's a real thing, and that's like not good at all because second opinion means he didn't like the fact that they told him he might need surgery or the rehab's going to be two to three months. Like he's going out on his own to try and make it so that he can play for the playoffs. Because in my head and what I or know about or hockey, they could be underselling it and kind of downplaying the injury itself. Bruins, uh, you know the Bruins yeah. uh, medical team. That's yeah, and, that, and that that's the thing too, right? It's like. It's kind of funny because the money that they took on in the Bertuzzi trade, which was like 2.37 or something like that, is the exact amount if you had to flip Felino and put him on LTIR. So it's yeah. kind of like we're kind of like we're spent here now. We got our guys. Uh, if if there's a trade happening, it's because somebody wants Riley and we're getting out from that contract to open up space for the future and help out with bonus overages. But from what I read from all this, either Hall or Felino is going to be injured till the playoffs and it sucks either way, but uh, we're going to get through it. We're the best team in the league. They know. How yeah. To, and and we, we can, we can, we can afford that right now. That's, mm-hmm. that's the luxury of the moves that Sweeney have made. That's the luxury of the winning streaks we've gone on the dominance we have had. So we have that luxury to kind of rest people. I'm I'm worried about the Taylor Hall trade because that's a major piece that you will need and want, you know, come playoffs. He, he scores you. He, a, he scores you a big goal in Game Five. You know what I mean? And, but it, it, Hall, Hall, Coyle, and um, what's his fucking name? Jesus Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi. dude. Like then you have three legitimate lines. You have two wingers on the third line that are one one and two wingers on any other are on, on some other teams. They're playing top six minutes. These are middle six guys that should be playing top six minutes. Taylor Hall was buzzing around. He wasn't producing, but he was buzzing around and he was having great games. And he, I honestly thought he had one of his better games against Vancouver too of the season before he got hurt. I don't know what happened. I, I can't, I don't, I watched the whole game. I don't remember seeing anything weird happen one- to him. There was one hit he went and made, and then I, this is what Billy and Razor were saying on Morning Brew. I guess there was a hit he made, winced, and went right off the ice, and then like played the rest of the game. But like there was one moment where it was kind of like, what was that? You know, like we saw it with Fliggy because it was like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened to him? He kind of just like collapsed after so not collapsed, but like you could tell his like his core was like letting go a little bit after that Zadorov hit. Whereas Hall, it just wasn't as noticeable. So it's like, those are the type of injuries that scare me, man. The ones yeah. that like, don't look bad. N- normally the ones that look bad, you're like, Oh, and then they're back in like a week. Like DeBrusque, he didn't look back. Didn't look bad. We didn't even know what happened. He like won a game for us on a broken leg. 
and he was out for like a couple months and it took him a little bit to get back so i i don't know i just these injuries worry me a little bit i'm not gonna lie yeah no this they certainly do but you do have the depth i think that's one thing that's scary about this burns team is the depth that you have i mean for fuck's sake i mean we haven't even talked about orlov yet or our decor but you got fucking forbort the being health bomb tonight he's the odd man out so oddly enough you had a legit top four and carlo health bombed against a strong calgary team i thought that was yeah. a bold move like they're really doing the the defense carousels in full effect and it's going to be funny when it gets to Lindholm and McAvoy's turn. I'm really curious what they do. Yeah, that, that'll that probably be like in the back-to-backs uh, mm-hmm. towards the end of March when... With travel. Yeah, and when you kind of have a better idea of where you are in the standings because, I mean, there's plenty of hockey left. there. We have 22 games left in the season, 21 as you're listening. Uh, Carolina's nine points behind with the one game in hand. So they can catch us. They can go in the heater and catch us. And I know how important it is for the fellas to lock up that home ice. Uh, I, they're not worried about the stupid fucking president's trophy jinx and all that stuff. I think it's important for them to lock up the home ice. You've seen how good they've been on home ice. The Bruins keep rolling along. I mean, you're 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 going to get a feisty Buffalo team who's fighting for a playoff spot tonight. So it's not going to be. And you got Swayman in the net. It's going to be a tough challenge, but, you know, you have the depth. Orlov's fitting into the system just fine, and everything's clicking right now for the team. Hathaway's been a stud. It's seamless. I I think at at the very least, you re-sign Hathaway this summer. I think you could get him cheap. I think you can get him cheap money, absolutely. And And he wants to play for Boston, too, right? He's like his favorite team growing up or some shit. I think he actually grew up a Caps fan. I want to. I want to say I, thought, I read something about that. Like, I you're probably what, right. Uh, There's uh, so much information I've been taking in over the past. Yeah, I know. It's just so much, but it's like it's, it's been a wild day as a Bruins fan and trying to keep up with everything. So we got the pasta extension. We got Tyler Bertuzzi. He'll be in Saturday to play Saturday night. He's flying in tonight. It's just kind of bizarre that he couldn't make it happen, but on it. I think that goes to show how last minute the trade was because, or like how unexpected the trade was because they're Detroit's playing the Kraken at home tonight. Detroit's not that far away. Dude, Larkin um, was crying in his extension interview today that, because which they is, asked him about Bertuzzi. So it makes me think like maybe Bertuzzi was like, eh, I'm not going to travel and go play today. Which is kind of weird because like he's a free agent at the end of the year. He can resign they tried know, to extend right? him yeah um i i thought that was i thought that was really interesting i mean too, yeah but... i i get it sucks losing a friend and stuff but just weird timing you sign yeah. your captain long term and then trade his best friend the next day yeah no i know but it's like <laughs> it's the they, business they, like they i got you bitch yeah yeah <laughs> Steve, no. i saw the picture of stevie Y in larkin's house i was like oh they definitely just smoked the fat bowl smoking jays yeah uh but yeah it's um it's been a wild day and like we can touch on the Orlov trade a little bit too, or Orlov and Hathaway. What a trade. Obviously we said what we said last week. We love the trade. We're all for it. It makes the most sense. It's exactly what they needed. Now you have a healthy battle on the back end too, because Orlov has the luxury of playing both sides. He's capable of playing both sides. So now you got a guy who is a top four defenseman and now it's going to, 
have to bring out the best in every defenseman because you saw Clifton was the first man that was the odd man out, and then you saw Grizzlick, and then you saw Forboard. So Orlov's not not Orlov's not getting health bonds. Maybe no. maybe a little <laughs> bit later in like toward right before the playoffs, so maybe he'll get health bonds on a, from a back to back whatever. But he's not getting health bonds. He's not going to be the odd man out. So it's going to create this healthy battle. It's going to make every player have to play their best game. And hopefully they don't, you know, hopefully they thrive under the pressure of that, because if they can't, then it's a little bit concerning come playoff time. Well, and this is where it gets interesting, right? It's like, it's the same thing as like in the miracle. It's like the legs feed the wolves, gentlemen. Let's see who's got it. Like when I was watching Grizzlick in his first game back again, like Calgary, his first Calgary Clifton, his first game back. This is also sorry to cut you off, but this is also assuming that everyone stays healthy. But yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. No, but I was just going to say, like, when Clifton's first game back, I was like, okay, you know, he didn't lose his step. He didn't take it the wrong way. He understands, like, this is what we're going through right now. And then I saw Grizzlick and Calgary, and there was a couple instances where I'm like, ah, that seemed like a little bit of a a mental lapse, maybe because you didn't play a game, you know. Uh, Some guys get that. Some guys need to be in the lineup every night. And it's just going to be interesting going here on out to see how the guys respond to taking their ride on the um the what's it called defense carousel like it, it just it because like you said like dude orlov's got to be on the rushing gas like i don't know how he flew yeah. to vancouver played like four games in like 72 hours and then just had like one of his best games all year against calgary and really showed this team hey i want to win with you guys and i want to be a part of this group and that's something I think Monty really, really respects. The locker room really respects. Like, you see a lot of people like, oh, man, we haven't had a Russian in a while. Like, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Like, I, I was told the other day that the last nine cup winners have had a Russian on their team. So I don't know if they're trying to – the Bruins are trying to unlock <laughs> some sort of secret door yeah. at this point. But it just seems like mojo, everything is on our side. Like, you have Orloff in his interviews. They're like, like great game, you know, that the, – the you can tell he's not used to this type of uh, media, him and Hathaway, just because, you know, yeah. Washington is a smaller market. Bruins reporters, they know their shit. They know what they're talking about. They ask good questions. And Orlov, like, multiple times, just, they, like, keep asking him, like, oh, like how, what, what, was, what was up with your play tonight, blah, blah. And he just keeps saying, I play on a really good team. This is what happens when you play on really good teams. The best gets brought out in you. And it's like, yep. so now we've got three we have four top four defensemen in Orlov, McAvoy, Lindholm, and Carlo. I don't care what anybody says. Carlo is a top four defenseman in this league. Just because he's shut down doesn't mean he's not top four. And then you have a fringe top four in our other three guys. It's like, th- this is insane. Like, you could potentially put Clifton's played top four this year, Forbert's played top four this year, and Grizzlick's played top four this year. It's all about sheltering their minutes and seeing who has it on what night. And that makes me so happy because that's something Bruce Cassidy never had. Um, he also played a lot different system where the defense didn't fly as much. So maybe he didn't get that luxury because of that reason. But yeah, exactly. either, either way, I'm so happy that we've finally, we finally have shored up our defense in a proper way going into the playoffs. Like <clears throat> Orloff is what we thought Mike Riley was going to be. Like, that's just how I look at it. In, in a sense, yeah, I think. Well, the problem is, is like, Riley fucked himself from the beginning because he came in 
fucking guns blazing. The dude was lighting it up. I think he was like, and Orlov might have the same problem too because yeah. the way the way he's producing his first goal, both his goals the other night, holy fucking shit! Did you see that the face off went right through. DeBrusque like fake shot it, like fake yeah. passed it, and went through his legs. Orlov just clap bombed it, like just fucking blasted it by him, and it's oh. just like What's so Fladar. But, yeah, <laughs> but, but Mike Riley might have shot himself in the foot because he jumps right in and he has a great rest of the season with the Bruins and then he gets that extension and then it's like, all right, well, and this is I mean, I'm fucking guilty of it. I was team. I was team Riley over Grizzly. I thought it made more sense. Mm-hmm. He was a little bit bigger. It's a little bit more physical, but the stupid mistakes, the stupid penalties, like high sticking, penalties. high sticking. It's so costly. And you can see that. Grizzik is just a little bit more of a uh, professional. Yeah, mature, uh, poised veteran on the blue line. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's obviously a better skater than Riley and stuff. But I just thought Riley brought a little bit more to the table. But boy, was I wrong there. But it, it, it was a it good looks... trade and signing at the time. Oh, I, absolutely. It, it made sense. And I think at the time, too, like when when did they extend him? Um, it was right the day they signed Forbert, which that's what I didn't understand. Like, yeah, it was like yes, it was right. in free agency. They didn't they didn't re-sign him in the window that they have the week before. It was literally like in free agency. It was after July first because I remember. Yeah, it was who else was it? Forbert was it Craig Smith too, or he was he already here? I don't know. Either way, I forget. It's all yeah. fucking blur. There's so much fucking. We going got on. fucking Bertuzzi today. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we extended Pasternak. <laughs> Actually, I didn't even ask you. Going back to the Pasternak extension, real quick, we didn't even like get our We're two cents on it. Place. Do you do you love the deal? Do you hate it? Are you like just happy with it? I I if it was twelve million, I wouldn't have been mad. Like the cap's gonna go up. Um. Just yeah, this at, is obviously with the plan of the cap going up, possibly gonna, as early as gonna, this year. And yeah, and not gonna lie, next year is gonna suck and be really tight on cap. But after next year, that that contract's just gonna be like, oh yeah, whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? It's gonna be like how people look at McKinnon's or McKinnon, yeah, McKinnon or McDavid's contract. It's like, well, that's what you pay for that type of player. Jeff Merrick said it today. The hardest thing to do in the NHL is score fucking goals. Guess what Pasta does? scores yeah. goals and he scores a lot of them so you have to pay for that doesn't matter if he's a winger doesn't matter if he's a defense like look at carlson makes 11 million dollars a year he's looking, he's probably gonna get 100 points this year yeah he had a yeah. couple bad years on a bad foot but you pay for talent yeah you look how shout out to jacobs man yeah. i hate on them a lot but fuck, thank you so much <laughs> no finally finally putting their money where their mouth is and just like Realizing that if you invest in the team, that it's worth it. And look at it. I mean, you're getting the best out of these guys. I was at practice today. That that was my first Bruins practice I've went to all season. And holy shit, dude. We're like, dude, they were just. Everyone was it was weird. It was just everyone was smiling. Everyone was so happy. Maybe it was just mm-hmm. because, you know, Pasanak just got his extension. They're all happy for him. But like the moves they're making and. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just so, so happy. And like, it just seems like such a good environment to be in right now. Yeah. Like the confidence confidence is all time high right now for them. The the fellows are happy. They know what kind of position they're in. So I, I love that. And I think it, I think a lot of it has to do with 
going back to the head coach, going back to uh, uh, Monty. Like, I think he lightens that locker room a little bit because I think with Cassidy, his fucking had everyone's buttholes a little bit puckered up because of him. And he he was he would not hesitate to, like, scold players. And you heard um, Stevenson on uh, on spit and chicklets. He's like. He 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 kind of hesitated before he, he did. answered that I know question. Exactly too. What you're talking about. He he hesitated when they asked him about Cassidy too. Like, so yeah, he's all right. <laughs> I was yeah, like, oh, there, it's already started. Basically, I, the game, what I was gonna say is the game I watched last night. They look miserable on the bench, dude. All of them. I was like, is that what we looked like last year? Like even Cassidy. Like uh, they were up. 2-1 and Carolina tied it on a tip from the point and Cassidy did that thing where he like throws his head back and like walks down the bench and I was yeah. like bro how is your supposed goalie supposed to get that it was a good play like I don't know it's once when you take the I love Cassidy don't get me wrong great coach great in the media all those things but like like we'll take this for instance I, I was reading today that uh somebody asked Monty like what he thought about getting uh Bertuzzi and I guess like he said when he saw when Sweeney told him he was like boom and like gave him like yeah, a fist yeah. pump and like knuckled him. I was like, bro, this guy's a, this guy's electric. I love it. I'm still I waiting to run into the guy. Him. So I was telling you a little bit of, like a few weeks ago, but like my local watering hole where I go like to watch it, like it's it's not divish. It's not, not nothing like crazy, but it's a great place to go. They get a lot of Bruins fans there, but so I, I'll it's right down the street from me. I'll go over there some nights, watch a Bruins game, whatnot. But the owner of that place owns another bar in Winchester. And Winchester is where Monty lives. She was telling me, like, last time I was in there, uh, she's like, yeah, she's like the Bruins head. She didn't even know, like, his name at the time. She's like, the Bruins head coach comes in all the time with his wife and stuff. Like, they have dinner here all the time, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, uh, and a few weeks ago, I don't even know why I'm I'm bringing this up. I think it just has to do with how cool Monty is. But a few weeks ago, like uh, Monty's some family members were down there. So they went there. They had dinner and a good time and stuff. And obviously he's off the sauce, but everyone else was living it up and stuff. She's like, they were like the nicest people ever. I had no idea who they were until one of my until one of my coworkers told me and stuff like that. And then they like left a massive, massive tip. Oh, I'm yeah. like, okay. And the thing it is, I probably said, right before the All Star break. I it was. I know it was down. before the All Star break. I was. It was. It was one of the. They were playing Toronto that night, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, it was probably the last game before the All Star break. And he's Canadian too, right? So, I I I I just know that at the All Star game, he was talking to reporters about how he had like his whole family there. He flew a bunch of people down and stuff. So that would make sense. Yeah, he seems like that type of guy, dude. Like everybody, he's he reminds me of Jackie Moon in semi pro sometimes. Like everybody love everybody, dude. Like, let's just yeah, no, he's just like so happy. Like, yeah, that's what I love about him. Like to him, he's looking at and I could be totally wrong here. But in my eyes, in my opinion, it looks like he's looking at this whole situation, not just not just work not just the Bruins not just his gig but life in general he's looking at he's looking at looking at it holy fuck you dumb piece of shit pussy get it together he's looking at it as a second chance in life and 
he's embracing it. I mean, <laughs> it's a little corny, but I thought it was hilarious how like in this presser, he was like, he was just like, reach over. He's like, yeah, give me knocks or whatever. And like, yeah. he does the knocks. And it's just like, it's funny because it's, it's a little corny, but it's like he's and then he's like talking about like, uh, summer of 69 it's like oh this might be our song and stuff like that I'm like yeah, yeah. a little corny but I fucking eat that shit up I love that shit I, I'm, a, I'm a big fuck oh god fucking stop texting well, even oh. when like in the beginning of the year his first game when he said he he was like uh, what's that song shipping up to shipping up to what and then like one of the reporters like shipping up to Boston he's like oh yeah when that song played he's like I could feel the fans like under my feet he was like this building's electric it, it's just the type of guy he is right like he uh, he's got that college coach vibe to him but he also knows how to be a professional because he played in the NHL he did he did the dance he's worked his way around different leagues he knows how people work he's a very personable person uh, it it's just a seamless fit for this locker room and what we have. Yeah, no, it, it is. And I think it's just what they needed. And it's almost like the whole locker room itself was, is rejuvenated. And I know we've mentioned this plenty of times throughout the season, but also like Krejci has made comments too. Like he's like, Oh, I like the coaching change. and like the change of pace and stuff like that. Mm. And Rusk, Clifton, a bunch. Yeah. Of things. It's just like, and, but like, you can see how easy it is for players to plug in and fit in right away. Like, you know, just like Orlov and going actually going back to Orlov when we were talking about him, I know we're kind of all over the place. Cause it's just like in the, it's an exciting time to be alive right now, baby. Mm-hmm. And we're two hours away from fucking puck drop. I got a fucking, a few margaritas in me and I'm, I'm feeling loose, baby, but <laughs> going back to Orlov, I was worried about Orlov. I've mentioned this to you before. I've never like really tweeted out. Russian players make me nervous. I they're so they're Russian players are so loyal to other Russian players and like friends and family and stuff like that. So sometimes I feel like when Russian people are like the odd man out and they're the only Russian on the team, I I feel like it sometimes makes them nervous and just like closed off. And he after his first game against. Uh, Vancouver they interviewed him and he was like yeah he's like he's like it, it was tough he's like it, it was hard it was hard to like say bye to the guys he, you know he was part of that organization for 11 years but he's saying it was hard to say goodbye it was tough and it's just always tough to move on and like he basically flew fucking straight out to Vancouver and hopped into a game and he probably did that for his mental you know stability they, like they so you don't like overthink a, they found out like an hour before puck drop so yeah. I didn't want to interrupt, but like that that adds a huge part to it. Like them they they were on their way to the arena when they got scratched for trade related yeah. reasons. I think that's what and, Hathaway said. And then snap the fingers it fucking happens. And uh so I was a little nervous here and then I'm like, oh shit, is he just gonna like kind of check out because he's already won a Stanley Cup and he's away from his teammates and or his teammates he's gonna make new teammates he's gonna make new friends with their teammates and there's no russian players so like can he relate to anyone and maybe that's me being like a little bit narrow-minded but i wouldn't say it's me being narrow-minded i just think it kind of puts me on edge too because you've seen a lot of russian players quit before because of the atmosphere that they're in not saying i mean it helps that this is a great atmosphere to be in but then he just plugs right in i mean fucking Saturday night, you see, uh, you see fucking Allmark get the goalie goal, and he's going crazy on the bench with the other fellas. And then I was like, all right, yeah. And I'm like, all right, he's gonna fit right in. And then his post game made me a little bit nervous. Imagine your first game on a new team and your goalie fucking scores. (laughs) Like what? 
<laughs> I would be like, what? Like, I, I knew this team was good and in first place, but, like, their goalie scoring yeah. goals and then And then next game, he gets two apples, and then the game after that, he gets two goals and an apple, and he's just like, he's probably, he's like having the best high of his life right now, oh, just yeah. like living fucking life, and he just jumps right in, and he casually has five points in three games right five it was points? like five points in like yeah. six periods or something like yeah that. yeah and that's him having like a mediocre game uh and he's gonna have a bad game soon be ready Bruin fans like, like i mean you know he didn't I have mean? he didn't have the best game i he had a few bad shifts saturday but that was expected yeah. that's you know like you're asking this guy to plug into a new system and play 20 fucking minutes and he just flew across just, the world yeah, and seamlessly fit in. So obviously that's going to happen. And yeah, he'll have his bad games because he's it's human. He, he's a little bit borderline undersized. He's five eleven. I mean, he's a hefty he boy though. Like he's... fucking who was that guy in the the Calgary game? He wouldn't touch the puck and he just bulldozed. Oh, over. I don't know if I it saw was Manjapani. Shout out to Lauren. She loves Manjapani. <laughs> But yeah, um, it, it was kind of funny because like the, the Calgary guy, he wouldn't touch the puck. I'm pretty sure it was Manchapani. And he wouldn't touch the puck. And Orloff just came over and just dusted him and just threw him into the boards and skated to the bench. Like, yeah, so what? Like, and yeah. it's like, but th- there's also times where I saw him go make a hit or try to go make a hit. And I was like, oh shit, like we don't play like that, dude. Like it was like that riverboat gambler. Like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. not the, you know what I mean? He's but quick it, enough to get back. He'll learn. Yeah, he's a smart player. He's a veteran player, but he's a heavy body. And like he he's a bruiser back there, too. But he can also produce. He's got so before the trade happened, like I knew who Orlov was. I knew he was a solid fucking addition. Mm -hmm. And I knew Carlson's guy. Yeah. And I knew he was going to help this team. And uh, Jaffe, Jaffe and Razor were talking about how great of a shot he has. I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. I'm like. I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's, you know, that's good to hear. But like, cause you got some guys and I know, uh, what's his name? Cassidy would preach this before. Like I want guys to shoot with more authority from the point rather than mm-hmm. just try to get a shot on net. And this is a guy that P- P- Cassidy would have killed to have before. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> but oh, yeah. he jumps right in. He fucking, he jumps up in the play. He takes it in. He fucking snipes it bar titty. And then, oh. You got DeBrusque, and this this is what sucks oh. because DeBrus- like his second goal, uh, Orlov's second goal, fucking just a million mile an hour clapper, like yeah. fucking beautiful. But the, the face off too, Berger, Berger the on face off. that the strength that takes on your forearms to get the puck over there that fast through DeBrusque's feet, and Orlov put that much power on it, like. Honestly, I was like, damn, Bergeron, I've never looked at his forearms before, but this guy's, he's got to be he's jacked. Gotta, oh, like, dude, yeah. Like, it's, I, you heard Chandler Stevenson talking about it on the Spit and Chicklets pods. He's like, I hate going against Bergeron. He's yeah. like, these guys are just like, they win every time. Like, they're so strong. Yeah, no, it, it's unreal. And it's just like, it looked, it looked so easy. But then, and this, it, it was a beautiful pass, a beautiful play, a nice power play goal. But, Everyone gets a little bit like DeBrusque took that massive hit to make that pass and to open up ice. He takes it like a fucking champ. Orlov, with all the patience in the world, he could easily shot it, but he's waiting. He's waiting. He's holding on. He holds on to, 
to like literally the last second and makes that really just simple, easy pass underneath the stick, right to Zaka, back door all fucking day. Oh. Yeah, he had to, he, he had to put some mustard on that. And the way he faked the shot too, like I was like, wait, what's he gonna do? It's here? almost it's almost reminding me of fucking like Lindholm, the beginning of the season when he went mm-hmm. on that tear. Dude, Lindholm get, 2.0. If you can get Lindholm, Orlov, and McAvoy just going, and then Connor Clifton's a wild card. Brandon Carlo, just do you, baby. Just do mm-hmm. you. Fuck him. Him and Lindholm are shut down now. Like, I love that pair. I've, at yeah. the beginning, I was unsure about oh, it. Oh, dude, I loved seeing it the other night because I'm like, I don't know if I really want him on his offside. I know he's capable of playing both sides. But then you put him on the right side. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. That I was... was I- that was something else. That was that was awesome to watch. And the crazy thing too is him and I don't know if you saw, but him and Lindholm just kept interchanging. Oh, and, uh Dallas Stars got Max Domi. Uh, I I told you, did I not say to you the other day, dude? Dallas needs to. It. I don't know what Dallas is doing because uh, it was kind of crazy. They have to an see easy. Them. They have an easy, easy way through the like. If you if you don't get matched up with Colorado. And you get a wild card, and you hope someone takes Colorado out in the first round. Your, your biggest, your biggest problem is Edmonton at that point. If you're Dallas, and they needed some help in the middle, so I like that move for them a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And I was kind of waiting for them to make a move like the Tyler Bertuzzi move. Like, what are you mm-hmm. waiting for? You see all these good players getting off the board, and you just like don't like you need the offensive help. And and when we played Dallas, I was like, fuck, man, this will be a tough. Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, especially like they with their goal against us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, um what's his fucking name was lights out. Ottinger, dude. Ottinger, yeah, like oh fucking God. lights out, dude. But isn't sorry, he a BU guy? BU guy, yeah, shit bag. Um <laughs> BC Are guy. Are you not a BU? Are you I'm a BC guy, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm not I'm a BU guy. I don't even live there. <laughs> yeah, no. Everyone's <laughs> fucking BU. So, no, I just grew I up I like BC's BC jersey guy. uh jerseys better than Yeah, that. no, they got fresh unis. I do like BU's unis. I mean, I'm not as much as a BC over BU guy, but like when it comes to the bean pond stuff, I'll ride and die with BC. It just kind of sucks to see them suck now. It's like it's because you're a Harvard guy, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Ivy League schools. (laughs) I'd fucking I drive by Harvard sometimes on the way to get home from work and they're just fucking staring at me. It's like you have no (laughs) business cutting through our campus. uh they could smell the liquor on you from the day before yeah 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 <laughs> i'm going straight to the bar from work shame <laughs> kind of... shame, shame. <laughs> they asked me you know that club like what's nine plus ten 21 yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're asking me simple questions like that uh what comes after 1000 2000 <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, no, the good trade, good trade for the stars. You, you kind of, yeah. I wonder what the return was. I saw on Edmonton that. got Bukestada. Yeah, Just whatever. Saw I'm that. Yeah, at this point, I had but some I, fun with Twitter last night. I was a little bit buzzed dude. before hockey. I'm like, I'm just gonna tweet out <laughs> Bukestad with the eyes emoji and get uh, the people going. And uh, people are DMing me and people are responding. Like, and then I deleted it this morning. I'm like, all right, I had my fun last night. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's yeah. the thing too. Like, people, I know I haven't even checked Twitter yet, but I know people are going to be coming at me like, you tweeted the eyes. It's like, yeah, because we were in on him and then Bertuzzi fell in our lap. Like, that's one thing people don't understand about like getting news from sources or agents, scouts, wh- whatever it is. Yeah. It's, Don Sweeney and 
Stevie bong rips didn't tell a single soul about this deal. Like it just like Elliot Friedman found out this morning at 830 in the morning. Like that's when everyone in the world found out when stuff like that happens. Like Bruins were heavily in on Bugstad. They're heavily in on Benino. But when Stevie Y calls you and goes, hey, you want to get even better and get Bertuzzi? What, what are you you're supposed to say no to that? Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I know. Like it's like it's like that's where like insider information it's like it just becomes obsolete because at that point i bro bruins are one of the best best teams at keeping secrets of where they're going they literally put a smoke screen out that they were getting chitrin chikrin or gavrikov and like we've all know they got orlov and hathaway instead because it just fell into their lap yeah um i also hold on a minute i do want to say one thing though while you're hitting the phone Shout out to all the people that have followed me over this trade deadline. I've gained like 400 followers. I see you guys. I'm trying to get through and follow as many people as I can, but I keep getting stopped because the 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 cap on following people. But I just want to say I see you guys. Shout out. Love talking hockey with everybody. Love talking trades with everybody. Whenever I hear stuff or know of something, I'm going to put it out right away. I'm going to make my press release videos. You know, me and Boosie are trying to me and Boosie, me and Boosie have been low key on fire this trade deadline, and it's been awesome to have new fans yeah. and followers come along for the ride because it, it is fun talking this stuff. As much as sometimes it gets annoying and you can't figure out what's going on, it's a blast to talk on Twitter with everybody. So shout out to all the new followers, shout out to all the new listeners. We see you guys, we love you guys, and thank you. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a wild trade deadline. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, so thank you everyone for the followers, for following, for listening to the podcast, just having fun with us, having fun with the hashtag no beer is safe. Like mm-hmm. I want to get that fucking trending because our boy Bobby Brewski is a fucking legend. And yeah. when us three are talking hockey, no beer is safe for sure. And it's been a fun ride. I, I like the interactions that we've had going. So shout, shout out to you guys. It's been a fucking blast. But I do want to bring up a... Uh, a point real quick before we shoot it over to Bobby's corner, as we were just talking about, but it kind of leads back to uh, Bobby Bertuzzi, our boy, our boy, Zach Tarasenko. Well, really Zach uh, Taranko by call him Zach Tarasenko's dad, his dad. Oh man, I feel bad for Zach, but his dad's a uh, fucking Rangers fan. So Saturday is going to be something else for uh Saturday is going to be something else in that household over there. He tweeted that out, but if you don't follow Zach already, Go follow him on Twitter at Zach underscore Taranko, T-A-R-A-N-K-O. But our boy shot over a DM today after the Bertuzzi shit went down. He's wondering, he's like, do you think Bertuzzi is a true rental or is someone that the Bruins might consider resigning? And that that's a great question because he, he would be a great Bruin. But mm. <sighs> you already have Jake DeBrusque at $4 million and like... Pertuzzi's contract before we so traded here, for him was what yeah, was it four and just a half? under five? I thought it was maybe four. Oh yeah, four point seven. I think four point seven five. Yeah, you talk. I'll do the math right here. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure it was it was a two year deal at nine and a half. I'm pretty sure total. So it's four four point seven five. Fucking boosy math we, guy. Yeah, and we got him at. 2.37 or yeah 2.37 yeah because they retained 50 percent too Shout um, out bong rips bro but yeah so he i think that's a logical question too because hear me out mm-hmm. taylor hall is a boston bruin mm-hmm. 
but we go on this little run. We go on this little run. He fits right in. He's he. I mean, he plays Bruins hockey, dude. He's he's like a watered down version of Martian. Like he's not as good as Martian, but he'll he'll get in the mix. He'll he started a brawl goals. against the Bruins in 2018. Yeah, like single-handedly yeah. started a fucking brawl. Yeah, us. no, he did. And Rask was in the middle of it. Like, dude, Rask came from his fucking net to center ice <laughs> and was fucking out. chucking bombs. Yeah, and if Taylor Hall doesn't end up working out, Taylor Hall's a little bit injured. If 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 this guy has a fucking if he lights it up and and goes on a deep playoff run, do you consider trading Hall and? extending Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, well, that's not his question, but that's my question. Cause I think that's the only way you're able to keep a guy like Tyler Bertuzzi, who it would be a great third line player as Taylor Hall is, but it's kind of apples to oranges when you're trying to compare those two players, but he's a little, he's probably going to be a little bit cheaper than Taylor Hall. I'd imagine. And mm-hmm. he's, I think a year younger, maybe two years younger than Taylor Hall, but He's got he's got some sandpaper to his game. He's he's got a scoring touch. He's capable of putting up twenty five plus goals. He's cap- perfectly capable of putting up twenty goals. So, in my eyes, fuck man, if he if he if he looks like he fits right in, I'm I'm considering that. Here's the problem: Taylor Hall's contract is contract is constructed to be non tradable. Essentially, he's in year two of year three. Next year, he makes the most actual money that he like he makes six million uh six point two five million plus a million dollar signing bonus so next year he's gonna make seven point two five of real money with a six million dollar cap hit that's gonna be very hard to trade that's hefty yeah and he has a modified no trade clause so there's only a select number of teams that could even that would even like he'd have to give a list of teams so we might get fleeced in the end to get rid of money you don't hate it but I just don't know if that's the year because the year after that is the least amount of money he's going to make in like, sorry, it's not, it's not that the contract's not tradable. It's that the contract isn't as tradable next summer. Maybe after you pay his million dollar signing bonus, maybe you can get rid of him at the draft. I've, I've seen this proposed a couple times now. I don't hate the idea of it. You already have the people coming out of the woodworks with the Swayman takes and he's going to be too expensive listen if swayman wants to stay here and he wants to be on mark's partner i really don't see him take like i really see him sorry taking a hometown discount especially if you win a cup i could see you getting swayman to take a nice little bridge deal so that um your goalies are making like under seven million for the next whatever the rest of all like i could see him signing a contract for the rest of all mark's contract and then punting that situation to later same with Frederick. That's another guy. It's like, hey, do you want to be a part of this culture? Do you want to win? Because if not, you're you're an RFA, you're an RFA, and we can easily trade you to a team with a contract signed, and we could get the most value for you. So it goes both ways. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do this year. Like you have people saying, do they trade Riley with Grizz in the summer and sign Orloff? Like you know what I mean? Like your your options are kind of endless at this point. It definitely seems like the Bruins have set themselves up for like if, or if they don't win the cup this year in the summer, they could make a lot of moves to free up money and bring in draft capital and or new players. So to be honest, I kind of think Don Sweeney set himself 
good people are worried about the four million it's like okay that can be easily worked out and you can go over the cap by 10 percent in the off season so those types of things don't worry me as much the cap's going to be going up yeah we have to pay for the bonus overage but hopefully it goes up enough to cover half of that hopefully you can get out of riley's contract now so that whatever money's accumulated after the trade deadline is spent on the bonus overage for bergeron and Krejci, and then it doesn't go towards your cap next year there's a lot of cap excuse me gymnastics that's going to need to go down this is why evan gold and don sweeney get paid the big bucks that's why they have the jobs that they are that they have because like look at the trades that they made this year and how they've worked the cap and how, how they haven't been in trouble once where they've had to trade an asset uh due to like trade an unfavorable asset due to the fact that um you're 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 you can't get jd off the uh ltir or uh marshawn or McAvoy can't like it just has kind of seemed like it's worked out all year up to this point it seems like they really have a good handle on this and what they're going to do going forward so I'm not as worried um as I think some of the fan base is also who gives a shit at this point we're trying to win a goddamn cup I'm not worried about whether or not Johnny is picked in the 30 with the 32nd pick of the first round and he goes to the Toronto Maple Leafs next year because that's the only way they could beat us in the first round like I, I'm not worried about any of that shit at all so yes it looks bad but I have it's crazy because last the, I will hand up man I'm eating all the crow I was like what is Sweeney doing in the summer I I didn't understand one single move he made other than up until bringing back Bergeron and Krejci so you can't doubt this guy, Sweeney's, one of the best trade. Tra- like if it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't for the MM signing and people who know know, if it wasn't for the MM signing, he he would be a shoe in for the GM of the Year award this year. Like there's, you, I don't know how you give it to anybody else with the team he's constructed, what place we're in, and now what he's done at the deadline. People, I heard uh, Chris Johnson say my winner of the deadline right now is the Boston Bruins and Don Sweeney. So I know I just went filibustered that while you were taking a piss, but uh... <laughs> I made, I made a margarita and took a piss at the same time. So thanks for killing that time for me. I would have been fun. I was listening though. I was listening. No, no, I just mean like I, I don't, I just, it's like that blackout moment from old school like ah i just blacked out what, what did i just say i know literally we go from <laughs> zach's question and then you like went on that uh rant right there but yeah. no i i hear i hear what you're saying um i don't think it's possible so i think one of the reasons why they're trying to unload as much cap as possible too because i think they're at the end of the season too i still think they're gonna i think they're trying obviously they're trying it, it's hard because you got to move so many pieces and unload so much money but I think they're trying to use those bonus overages for uh, for this for this year mm-hmm. for, and unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be the case. I mean, we. Still... I think they're pu- with with the L- sorry real quick just for everyone that doesn't know with them putting Hull on LTIR, we actually have like two point nine million dollars in cap space right now for the rest of the year. So you you could add another guy, but like you're saying, it's like they're trying to get rid, like. Look at it this way: if if you could get rid of that Riley contract, you might even be able to get off LTIR with the with the perfect amount of cap gymnastics. I just yeah. wanted to throw that in real quick because that's a big thing. Like the bonus overages you're talking about, that that's four point five million dollars next year. It's a full player. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it really is. It's a it's a very that's solid... Bertuzzi, literally. Yeah. 
So Uh-oh. yeah, no, it is Tyler Batuzan. So it if you can make that happen, yeah, I can see him being extended. I think he'd be the perfect Bruin by th- there's a lot of moving pieces. Uh, like w- w- someone would have to be on the way out. I don't You'll- see you trading Taylor Hall to for Tyler to keep Tyler Bertuzzi to extend him, especially because but- Hall chose to be a Bruin. I-, I think that the like Neely and Sweeney really respected that how that whole went thing went down. They tried to sign him in the summer. They couldn't couldn't make it work. So what they did was wait. They told him pretty much, "Hey, you you want to play for us? Like, go to a team you're gonna get traded at the deadline." He did that. Came in, signed a at the time team friendly, uh, team friendly ish contract going forward. May not look as good right now with him being injured in his production. But no one was talking about this contract before today. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. So. Because you have JD at four million next year, like people keep forgetting that. That's like it's yeah, gotta be a really good value he, contract it, at this point. He's gonna fucking jump up quite a bit too, because next year's oh. uh, the end of his bridge deal, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. owners, let's get the cap to a hundred million, please. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's have some fucking fun here, guys. But let's throw money around. I know too. It's they gotta find a way. Like I'm sure that'll go into the next negotiations. It's like trying to make the league not such a hard cap league, but that's a mm-hmm. different story for a different day. But yeah. So long story short, I don't think either of us, see, I think we both see him as a rental, but if he fits in really good and seamlessly, like I can see them trying to make it work. I can, I can brewing. see that. He's a he, he is. Yeah. Him and Hathaway. I mean, Hathaway mm-hmm. will be cheap money. I can see him coming back uh, two years, a million dollar a year type yeah. deal. Because I think he's making under a mil now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you're get if you give what what did they give Wagner one point two five for three years? Yeah, it'd be something like that. I'd see. I think. Yeah, no, exactly. So that... easy you could put in the minors if shit went bad. Yeah. Also, before we forget, I mean, we're, we're oh, yeah, we, we didn't really <laughs> we didn't really re- well, <laughs> we're, it, it's been like what? Yeah, geez, we've been going on. Um. We didn't. We haven't recapped. We haven't recapped like the past week, uh, past three games that we've seen the West Coast tour that the that the Bruins went on and just dominated Canada. But don't worry about that, folks. Do not worry about that. Don't you fret because because our fucking dog, our homie, oh, Bobby oh. fucking Brewski, oh, 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 oh. our dog. He's got you covered. We're going to shoot you over to Bobby Brewski's fucking corner right now, folks. Enjoy it. From the beaches of Winnipeg, under the palm trees in the West End, it's Bobby Brewski. How we feeling, folks? Hey, welcome to another edition of Bobby's Corner. Brought to you by Only Bruins, baby. Oh, I gotta tell you about this vision I got. I'm at a game. I'm walking down the aisle. I got a beer in my right hand, and I got a beer in my left hand, and I am buzzing. The arena is buzzing. The boys are buzzing. Let me tell you, as I speak to you, I got a beer in my right hand, and I got a beer in my left hand. I'm buzzing. The boys are buzzing, but I gotta know, are you buzzing? 
little spring sting for you. 10th Avenue freeze out. Brian away off this eight game winning streak. And give that those last four games specifically were absolute grinders. They don't ask you how. They ask you how many. That Seattle game. Has it, have we talked about how drunk that Seattle game was, though? Like, are the Kraken good? Or is the Western Conference just bleh? You know? Matty Beniers, we know he's good. Like, guy made himself known a minute in. Um, I don't invest too much into West Coast games. I'll be honest with you. You know, it's out of conference. It's out of division. I mean, you go you go to the West Coast. It is a team you could potentially see in a Stanley Cup Finals. So that's always exciting. Um, not saying that Ryan Donato is going to lead the Kraken to the final, but hey, anything's possible, I guess. That game felt very personal at times, though. I mean, like, it's one thing to have Vince Dunn score, but you got Yanni Gordon and Jaden Schwartz jumping in on it. Like, that was just traumatizing at levels I don't want to get into. So I got to say, it's very rare for me to, to enjoy a win that bad. But, man, it, it felt great. It felt great. Vancouver, though, can we talk about Hockey Night in Canada, Canucks and Bruins? Now, some amazing things happen when those two teams meet, you know, especially in Vancouver. Uh, you know, 2018, Louis Erickson scores a Hattie, of course, as a member of the Canucks. 2019-20. The Bruins show up, you know, uh, on, on their own little record-setting season, may I have you. Um, and they get spanked 9-3 to by the Knucks. Now they're there. Hockey Night in Canada. Did we mention that? Did we mention that little, that little tidbit? Linus Allmark. He doesn't wait for the two-goal lead. One-goal lead? Ah, whatever. I'm going for it. And he buries one. And then in the next game, he just sat on the bench and watched Connor McDavid fight for his life to keep the Hart Trophy in his name. And then the next night, more or less sealed the deal in the Vesna Trophy. We are so spoiled. You know, we went from Raycroft to Tuca to Timmy to Tuca to Timmy to Tuca. Then we got Vladar for a minute, which was awesome. Then we got Swayman, which is amazing. But then we get we land Linus Dahlmark on a team-friendly contract half that. Oh, I am so in love. I am in such awe. You know, I've seen some great goals in my time. But the Linus Dahlmark goal may go down as a top tenner for me. I'm just going to say it right now. An absolute top tenner. Now, speaking of top tenors for Bruins fans... With Fliggy on LTIR now, which I'm devastated by. Like, when he went down, I I went from thinking we're just going to lose this game, almost like a scheduled loss, to we have to win it for Fliggy. I mean, the absence is going to be felt. On paper, he's got 10 goals, 26 points for a bottom sixer. I mean, it's not that bad, but I mean, it's just, you know, we've all seen the videos You've seen his body language, just the way he interacts with everybody. You know, that's the kind of stuff that is super hard to replace. And during that Flames game, you couldn't help but, I mean, call me crazy. Call it beer goggles. Call it what you want. Man, it looked like Lucic was putting a little more oomph in his game. And I know it's the former team, but you can't help but to think with the way the Flames are going, was that maybe a little bit of an audition for Donnie, you know? Uh, you know, seeing his wife online telling, you know, 
hinting at it, you know, bring them home. I I love the player. I hate the contract. I don't know how many more fifth round picks he can give to Bill Guerin, considering he turned one of our fifth round picks in the Kirill Kaprizov. It's a scary thought. Speaking of things that keep me up at night, I hope to God Taylor Hall's okay because March looks terrifying. We've got 31 days and we got 15 games. 11 of those games are against playoff teams, whether they're in or in the bubble. Either way, in the end of the month, we got Tampa and Carolina back-to-back. In the middle of the month, you got Minnesota and Buffalo back-to-back. Not to mention they play Winnipeg before that. I don't know who designed the schedule, but if you hate the Boston Bruins, there are nicer ways to say it, okay? The Bruins, however, put themselves in such a great position before this madness. They got 99 points before they even dropped the puck in Buffalo in a second. Uh, But this was uh, just pure curiosity that I looked into this. But the Avalanche last year also had 15 games in March. They had nine wins, seven losses. Five of them were regulation and two of them were in overtime. But my favorite part is that there are a lot of hard-hitting games a lot of very tough teams, very snarly teams. And that's only going to implement Orloff and Hathaway even more into the system. I mean, you look at Minnesota and Buffalo and Tampa and Carolina, like I mentioned, that just screams Hathaway. That's where he shines. I mean, Orloff already looks like he's a lifetime Bruin, which I got to mention. Can we extend him? Is that a thing? Are we ready to talk about that? I'm still trying to comprehend that they're even on the Boston Bruins band. When Hathaway scores his first goal, I'm going to make it everybody's problem. I'm going to be on the rooftops. I'm going to be lighting fireworks. If he doesn't do it against Buffalo, I hope that God Hathaway does it on Saturday against the Rangers. I'll be in St. Paul. I'll be at Tom Reed's Pub right by the XL Energy Center. If you're a listener and you want to hang out, Give me a shout. Let's crush some beers together. Let's watch the beasts. Alright, Rangers Saturday. The boys are wearing the alternates. So if you ain't a fan of the alternates, I suggest you go on the only Bruins Etsy store and pick up some merch. We've got Bobby Brewski merchandise. We got Holy Trinity merchandise. And we got the No Beer is Safe line. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been great. I've been Bobby Brewski's. I'm going to throw it back to Brett and Boosie, baby. This is Bobby's Corner on Only Bruins, proudly brought to you by Black Eagle Productions. Let's go Boston Bruins, baby. And remember, keep your eyes on the spirit, not on the scoreboard, baby. We'll see you next week. Let's go Bruins! Bobby fucking Brewski, buddy. What a fucking job again. Four for four. Batting a thousand. Holy shit. The Red Sox could use you right now. But the the dude crushed it again. I'm glad that nothing like stole the show from him this time. I felt bad Mm -hmm. for him. But he's just like, no, dude. He's like, if that were to happen, I'm glad it happened then. Like, blah, blah, blah. We also tried not to talk about as much stuff that he talked about in this pod. Because... You know, we we want you to get Bobby's reaction first, and then us to just kind of play off of it. Yeah, this guy no, is, exactly. is it like it's beauty, dude. Absolute beautician.
dude, the guy, the guy's awesome. He just, he, he doesn't fucking miss, uh, did a great job just talking about the games, breaking it down. The dude's fucking, as you're listening, he's going to be basically on his way down to fucking Minnesota to see Bruce mm-hmm. Springsteen as he mentioned. Well, he meant he was playing some Bruce Springsteen there. So good for him, buddy. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully he makes his, hopefully he makes his way over to Boston, suck down some fucking beers. No beer is safe, baby. We got to get that hashtag going though. Yeah. We got to get it going. One thing he did mention in his corner, though, that keeps getting brought up is this Lucic shit. What do you oh, think about yes. it? With them having $3 million in cap space, he mentioned it. How many more fifth-round picks do you want to give to Minnesota? That's that's the yeah. thing. It's it's like you you could get Lucic here at $1.5 million easily. You, you but, could, but, but I, is, I just... Is Greer going out the door? Because that's yeah. the same player. Essential to have Greer next year is essential because he's so fucking cheap. He's like under 800 K. He's $752,000 against the cap. He's a guy who can help and produce. You got to keep that guy for next year because he's fucking dick cheap. Um, And I love Lucic. from what I've heard too, real quick, Greer is a huge locker room guy. Like they love him. Like there was a couple times that he almost got put through the waiver wire and Bergeron was like, no. Like yeah. he's part of our team. He's a part of our room. Find another way to do it. He ain't going nowhere, buddy. Because you know he's um, getting picked up. We've seen yeah, no, one hundred percent for especially for that price, dude. I mean, the dude's yeah. been. He's he's as advertised. I would say, you know, like he's, he has he's, off games. Yeah, he is off games, but I think that's kind of what you get. So he's, he's still been young doing, too. Yeah, he's still young. I mean, you got to remember he 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 also falls under that two thousand fifteen draft. I think yeah, he was so wait, he's a little after Carlo, I believe, or right before Carlo in the 2015 draft. So is he that's five right. years younger than us? Four years younger than us? Like that's wild to me. <laughs> Holy shit! Is he 26? Uh, yeah, he should be. Yeah, he should be 26, right? Oh man, this makes me feel old, dude. Yeah, I mean, my birthday's this weekend, and I'm fucking feeling really old now. So, <laughs> AJ, let me confirm his age real quick. But yeah, that's a that's yeah, 26. That's a guy that you're not moving though. Um, part of this new young core, as weird as it sounds, like guys like that, you need going forward, um, especially if the guys love him, and he loves being a Bruin man. Like that's the. The main thing about all this is you bring in Hathaway, a guy who lived around Boston, who uh, grew up Caps fan, but uh, I, I also heard him say stuff about like loving the Bruins as he was a younger kid. And then you, you bring in a guy like Bertuzzi who's just got Bruin written all over him. Like, it, There's a trend to this, and I don't know. It's, 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 it's good to see them finally get these guys and them not be Brett or Nick Ritchie, if that makes sense, or them not be... Uh, shout out to Petrov, Lee Stepniak, or Brian Gianta. Like, they actually went out of their way to go get – like, I heard all over Toronto radio today that Toronto's pissed they they, they didn't get Bertuzzi. Like, that was, like, their main target was Bertuzzi. And now the Bruins got him. You heard how Hathaway had almost had a deal – or there was almost a deal done for Tampa Bay and Hathaway. Bruins got him. Like, Don Sweeney, I don't know if he's getting insider information. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if he's smoke screening the rest of the league. But this guy's just dragging his nuts. Dragging him. No, he, <laughs> he really is. Like, I just 
Donnie, man. He's on fire. The craziest thing is this all comes from him and Marshy's brother just fucking pumping a workout after that Nashville game. And him yeah, being yeah. in the locker room just high-fiving everybody. Like, I saw that and I was like, oh, this guy's going to tear the league up, right? Like, this guy's on, this guy's going on the sibling trip with the guys? Like, are you kidding me? Like, uh, Sweeney, man. I had my doubts. I'm eating my crow. I'm a huge... I, I'm, a, I, I'm not... A, Let's get away from this Sweeney's thing. I'm a Donnie guy. Donnie does, boy. Donnie fucking does at this point. Fucking rights, yeah. No, I I can't stand the uh the you know who guy, but yeah. Oh so how do you put your phone on do not disturb? Like swipe it up. You got an apple? Yeah. I'm trying swipe to. it up. It'll say focus and there's like a little moon. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. Got it. Um you got that from your boy, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was, my phone was starting to blow up, so I'm like, "Yeah, what's on my ear now?" But I forget what I was saying there. Um, what was I saying, oh, so Lucic, Lucic. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. no, I'm not making that move. I, I think your team becomes too heavy, maybe a little bit too slow. I love Lucic. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not fucking making that. Like, and he, like you, like we said earlier, like he would be the 13th forward. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just almost I'm not, 14th at this point. Yeah, he's he's a little too slow. He does he fit in Amani's system? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, love Luch. Like, sometimes before bed, I'll just YouTube the Luchich shift from the Memorial Cup where he just bangs around like three bodies, puts the a goal in bottle of lotion right next to yeah. you. Yeah. Oh God, it's <laughs> bad, man. It's bad. But... <laughs> uh but yeah like it's right there with you yeah it's it's just like i just i get what his wife's trying to do believe me she doesn't want to play in calgary yeah it's been a brutal season yeah like i get get it the fuck out of there you know he's not re-signing there if he plays again i'm pretty sure he said he wants to play past this year so it's like if he's gonna play past this year it's gonna be fucking dick change yeah on arizona at a college (laughs) but rest in peace yeah, so I just I don't know, man. The I I I'm just confused about it. And the fact that like Murphy was saying today, like I know I don't put a lot into what he's saying, but he's like poking around and everyone wants yeah, this, take including that with players. The yeah, like everyone wants it, but uh, everyone wants it, including the players. It's just up to Don Sweeney. It's like okay, that's such a broad brush to paint this situation in. Like, no shit, dude. Like that's like somebody said to me yesterday, like, oh, like if we make a trade uh don't be surprised if hall or felino goes on ltr ir it's like yeah no shit we have five hundred thousand dollars in cap space like yeah just that's just how it goes guys yeah but yeah so it's just not gonna happen i mean yeah it would be nice it'd be a nice story especially if they fucking win it all and then he can fucking be at Bruins practice and have Chris Kelly running it for him and just be like, hey, Luch, like it's just it's funny. It's, it's Chris Kelly looks like he can still play. I mean, I yeah. like physically like looking at him, seeing him skate and shoot and stuff like, yeah, obviously he can. Like mm-hmm. he's lost a few steps, but it's just funny. To, it's it's weird to see. Um, I know Adam McQuaid's helping down and pro- helping there, uh, helping out down there in Providence and stuff, too. But uh, yeah, it's. It's a, it's a, I, it, it's a long shot. I don't see it happening. I don't really want it happening. I'm very content with it. Like, yeah, he brings a lot to the locker room. 
and he would be a great addition locker room wise, kind of like a Felino 2.0, but he plays a heavier game than Felino, but then it's kind of like the same kind of game that you'll be seeing. And I just, it's not the right fit. You're taking away from young guys who, you know, that Felix. fourth line can be half Hathaway and um, no sick and Frederick. Frederick, when yeah. Health, yeah. When everyone's healthy. When everyone's that, healthy. And that's the or thing even too. Like, like, yeah. That, that's, that's the thing too. It's, well, no, Frederick would probably be on the third line, but all right. Yeah, but we got Bertuzzi. No, now. shit. So I know. I, them, keep, I was thinking about that shit. too. It's already. No six probably the odd man now, to be honest. Frederick's probably centering. I know, like, how do you take Freddie out of the fucking lineup? And yeah, well, you just well, you just paid for Hathaway, so why would you take him out? Of the yeah, lineup? you're not taking him out. Yeah, you're not because he's he's a right. So maybe you just tell too. Felino, hey, we'll see you in the playoffs. I think that's that's probably at what this point. And obviously, Hall was the one to be put on L. They probably could both go on LTIR, right? But, well, yeah. I mean, Hall is the obvious choice because he has the bigger salary, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe his, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Like, hopefully, you get hopefully Luke, by next time we record, uh, we have some more answers on their injuries. Sorry, if, I didn't mean if, to cut you off. No, I was just going to say, if you're going to make a move like that, trade no sick for Benino. Like, if you're going, like, all in one on One for this, one, dude. Yeah. Like, or just, like, and, and take a six-round pick. Take a seven-round pick. Saying. Whatever. And, like, do they need D? Do they want Ra- You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Just poke around. But if you could get, if you could send no sick for, for Benino, the, uh, that I I don't know how you like it's got to be cup final or bust at that point and I know that's so weird to say because it's like oh but it's but it's Benino he doesn't really do much it's like yeah but you're the amount of championship pedigree you just brought into this locker with the championship pedigree you already have it's just like I don't know I I'm starting to come around on no sick a little bit I, I'm not as big as fan but um yeah if they, if they could go out and get Benino and swap them no sick that'd be uh yeah no that that then it's just like you're even scarier because no sick did score monday yeah mick no sick mick no sick going toe to toe with mick jesus titty um but he even though he did score it's just like he's a deer in the headlights when the puck's on his stick that's the only problem believe benito no different story the guy's a dog he's got that dog in him Mm -hmm. so yeah he was centering a line with uh, like on Pittsburgh with uh, Phil Kessel at one point, so he knows Jesus how to play Christ. hockey. Yeah, he was there. He was the third line center the year they went back to back with Phil. Phil the thrill, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. At this point, th- like, I made a tweet today that was like, and he's not done because I was told no matter what Sweeney says in his press conferences, if somebody takes Riley's contract for cheaper than a third round pick then he's gonna do it so that's what i mean like he's not done i'm not saying he's going out and getting another player what i'm saying is like he's trying to shed salary as much as possible for this bonus overage bullshit yeah yeah i know that's that's the other problem too it's like trying to get that bonus overage to count towards this year versus next year yeah oh. so i don't, I don't know, know. Got- there's still there's still time there's still time for shit to get done i mean where it's six o'clock right now on mm-hmm. a beautiful Thursday night. We're an hour away from puck drop. Uh, we are not a math guy, but if I were a math guy, I would say we are 21 hours away from um, 
from what was it because it's 3 p.m on friday right yeah Ooh. so we're, we're 21 we're hours away 22 hours away but yeah fuck man yeah. i'm so fucking you're close, close. Oh no. No. Oh no, no, right. I was 21. right. Three hours. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Book yeah, it, baby. Right. Oh man. You're right. You're right. You're right. I gotta buy a scratch chicken now. I feel lucky. Um <laughs> not hey, not math guys. <laughs> not math guys. Confirm. Don't come to us for math. <laughs> That's yeah. Trades, shit talk, you know, dick jokes. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Math, find another podcast. You want bad dick jokes? DM me. I got you. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it, it was a fucking crazy last week since we last recorded. It's nice to be a little bit more settled down. Um, it feels like the Bruins have either in. they've either played every day or made a trade on the off days. Yeah, that's literally so, what's going on. Uh, I'm looking forward to recording next week and and kind of taking it all in. Everyone having to, all the new guys having a few games in, taking it all in. Saturday will be a hell of a test, even though you're missing two key pieces. It's it's going to be fun. It's 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 going to be a fun ride. We got 22 games, 21 games left in the season as you're listening, and it's it's going to be a blast. I, I it really is. This crate last week has been crazy, but I feel like a little bit more organized now going forward. Now that we're probably done with the trades, we're done with adding players. I would say, yeah, I would say we're unless you're going to do like a one for one and fucking swap, but swap Nosek and uh Bonino. But I don't know. It's at, at some point too, you don't want to mess with the chemistry and they might look at it and be like Nosek's our guy, which Yeah, they love Nosek. You know, so. They do. Yeah, they really do. So I don't see Nosek out the door. No. No, that's just something like if I was saying if something were to happen, that would be a move I could see just because of um Benino's New England ties and like yeah. his contracts cheap expiring all that shit yeah yeah no exactly but um, other than that you're right there's probably no i would be shocked if there's another move yeah no i, I would too but before we wrap it up i mean we're an hour away from puck drop what are your predictions <clears throat> for uh tonight i think it's a loss dude yeah to be honest it, buffalo I, I needs like this win they need buffalo this needs win it. there's enough distractions that happened today itself to kind of distract the Bruins, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they are the, home. They're, the Gardens they're pro- be fucking electric though. And Swayman's playing, and Swayman at home is a fucking animal for yeah. whatever reason. So we're probably gonna win five one. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, but uh, it's funny they were talking on the Sportsnet uh during during the uh another game they were talking about the Leafs and how like. They're going to play Murray on the road and they're going to play Samson off at home in the playoffs because one has a better record on the road and one has a better record at home. And you don't, you won't even let a goalie get into rhythm. Like, oh my God. And dude, I have my my Leafs buddies are like, we got so much better than you, like before the Bertuzzi trade today, right? And they're all like coming (laughs) at me and shit. Like you thought. And not even that, even with the days they were saying, and I was like, oh, sorry, do you have a the best goalie in the league that just yeah. scored a goal you, the yeah, other night? Before, like, before the, the Bertu- yeah, before the, how Bertu- are you supposed trade, to win if you can't score? Yeah, it's, it's, it's that's but, so, yeah, that, them. yeah, I was gonna say that's my weekly uh Leafs bashing. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I could do a full pout podcast every week just shitting on the Leafs, it'd be awesome. Uh, that, that would. Yeah, I should just make a Boston sports talk radio, but like Leafs. And just <laughs> yeah, say yeah. the dumbest shit and just get people hooked. Do do we just like 
make a second obviously this is our top priority but maybe net going into next season do we make a second podcast yeah. that's strictly just hating on the leafs we'd have to get danny on it we'd oh 100 percent. Get... And, and then we we can kind of make it into like a oilers one two and yeah fucking just shit on canadian teams shove I'm all our about fucking it. nuts down that analytics dude's throat oh. shit I'm done. I'm done giving that guy attention, though. I see he keeps popping up, but I have my mm. fun with it. I'm done giving him his. We play Edmonton next week too. He'll, yeah, I'm not even gonna quote tweet him this time. Yeah, no. I, I got my. We, I got my good chirps so, out. Yeah, we got our win. Warren dragged him. him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Fucking dragged him, she, dude. She I had was one like, tweet shit. about him, whatever, and then it got like fucking like over 500 likes, and he. Yeah. He was like sitting there with like fucking like 30 likes. It's like, but then someone, someone also pointed out too, that he has the same people, like all five retweets he gets are like the same people every time. So they're 100% his burners. Oh yeah. Yeah. So just big loser energy. Keyboard warrior. Yeah. I want to see this dude's face, but yeah, no, like if you're a Bruins fan and you're listening and you're on Twitter, don't, don't give that piece of shit the time of day anymore. We had our fun with it. Let the we guy won. fucking he's he, he's still tweeting like they made a trade for Bukestad today and he popped up on my timeline and he's still fucking tweeting about the Bruins or they uh, beat Toronto last night and he's still tweeting about the Bruins. So, yeah, Leafs Twitter fight. was dragging him last night. Yeah, I can't even hear that guy from down there anyways. Fucking no. Were they in fucking 54th place pieces? Of like <laughs> fucking wild card team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, you, you guys I don't get it. You have the best player in the world. I get it. I get it. But if he wasn't playing the other night, we would have beat you three nothing. So shut up at this yeah. point. Like it's like yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah. But uh yeah. what one thing I did want to say is we've been crushing it on the merch, guys. Fuck uh in on the only fan or only fans, only Bruins. <laughs> there, there you we go. go again. Yeah. I knew I had to put it in there. It's, that's a shout out for a couple of my uh <laughs> couple of people i dm with but um the only bruins in your in your link thing you have the etsy one with the more fun and uh like meme style shirts and then in my on my personal profile at brett howard underscore um we have another store with some, uh some of the no beers uh safe merch some of the holy trinity merch so if you're looking to buy some stuff Go check it out. It's either on the Only Bruins Twitter or mine. You can find everything pretty much on both. But if you're looking for more of the meme shirts, those are on our Etsy page. Um, and those are the ones Boozy makes. They're just more for fun and just having a good time. Everyone, get your Orlov shirts. Get your Sway Daddy shirts. Get you know. We're, yeah, we're kind of just having fun with it. I appreciate yeah. everyone who's like buying merch and like plugging in stuff too like people seem to really like it it's more just out of fun but it's also for a great cause too and uh D- danny actually bought the shirt i don't know if you saw what she tweeted out today it was one of the martian ones yeah like flexing like shirtless and um it has one of his tweets like saying because i'm a rocket and she yeah. and she texts me and she's like she's like we get bertuzzi and extend poshnok on the day i get my shirt coincidence i think not like fucking yeah. right i'm like you gotta wear <laughs> it tonight cool. like if it, that might be the ride or die shirt like you know how like fucking sydney crosby has had the same fucking jock strap before he was even born yeah. she Been might have sewn to like four different times you better i'm gonna text her if the bruins went tonight after this i'm saying you better not wash that fucking shirt yeah. once yeah, I don't care if you have to use it as a cum rag. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that thing's fucking staying on. Um, Cross city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
Oh, we're getting off the rails now. Yeah, that that's 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 our sign to fucking say yeah. solo. I, I said only oh, fans. We're right. talking about crusty rags. Yeah, Let's I mean, get out of here. <laughs> here we are, three margaritas deep, and we're fucking. Uh. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap it up for episode twenty-two of Only Bruins. I appreciate you guys tuning in. It's been a fun ride. Uh, looking forward to just interacting with you guys more. So, uh, tweet us follow us all that good stuff you can follow brett at was it brett underscore howard uh it's just brett howard oh, brett howard underscore yes brett it'll it'll be in the uh description too for the yeah, same with bobby's well. i saw you put bobby's in there too yep i'm gonna be i'm gonna add you guys every week uh yeah. so if you guys can't find us just go uh to the bio the description for each episode you'll find us there obviously i'm uh at only bruins one you got at Brett Howard underscore, and then you got at Bobby Brewski, B-O-B-B-I-E-B-R-E-W-S-K-I. Check it out. Follow us. Let's have some fucking fun. It's going to be a wild ride. 21 games left as you're listening. I'm going to go. I know. Well, we never really gave our prediction, but oh, real yeah. quick. I think it's a 3-2 overtime loss. That's what I was going to say initially. <sighs> I will say 4-2 Bruins. 4-2 Bruins. Okay. I feel like it's going to be a loss, but I'm going to do some reverse. I don't know. I'm just going to... Reverse jinx it? Yeah, yeah. Reverse jinx it. 4-2 Bruins dub. Uh, I took... I, t- I did take Zaka. Anytime goal score, plus 250. Book it, baby. Let's go. He's fucking firing off today. this. He is a hell of a shot. Holy shit. Just, just to the see... The craziest that- part is they think that they haven't unlocked him yet. They think there's more of of him to get. Well, you got to remember, he got off to a slow start, and then he's like hot. He got a little bit hot and cold. Then he signs his extension. Then he goes fucking off, mm. and it's just it, he's going to be a fun guy to a uh, fun guy. I'm glad he's a part of this core going. Forward. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got fucking oh god, Orlov at plus five forty right now. We'll see a lot a lot of good pathway goal. Pathways <laughs> plus like five twenty. <laughs> But anyways, folks, that'll wrap it up for episode 22 of Only Bruins. Like I said, uh, we appreciate you guys hopping on. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, interact with us. Have some fun. We're doing a giveaway every single month. And yes, during the off season too, we're going to do a giveaway every single month. So make sure that you follow us and, you know, make sure you follow the podcast, like, subscribe, rate us, all that good shit. And uh, because if you give us five stars, if you keep listening to every episode, I'm telling you what, when it comes to giveaway month, it's it's going to pay dividends. So make sure uh, you, you do all that. Take care of all that. Make sure you fucking uh, if you hashtag no beer safe that you tag us three fellas in there and get that hashtag trending. Let's have some fucking fun. Let's get drunk and let's go on this wild ride. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you guys next week. We love you all. Stay cool. Peace. No beer. I'm dying.